Welcome back to another episode of the Creators Podcast. I'm Jeff Morris, the CMO of Visit West Hollywood. And normally I have Sarah Dandeshi uh, with me as a co-host. She's out, so I'm on my own today. And I'm talking with Liam Lynch, the CEO of Authentic, which is the company that produces the annual Halloween Carnival in West Hollywood. If you have not been to Carnival in West Hollywood for Halloween, you have to check it out. It is an unbelievable experience, closed streets, and just the scene is crazy. And we're gonna talk with Liam today about how he got into producing this. He's been doing it for over a decade. What to expect when you come, what makes it special, and why West Hollywood is the epicenter of Halloween experiences. Excited to be sitting here today with Liam Lynch. Thank you for coming on the Creators Podcast. Absolute pleasure, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Really cool to meet you. You know, Halloween in West Hollywood is legendary. Everyone across the world knows about it. I've said this many times is that as Visit West Hollywood, our greatest visitation to our website is always Halloween time. So Liam, why don't you just give us an overview of Halloween in West Hollywood for someone who might not know exactly what kind of spectacle it is. If a Martian came down and, and, and <laughs> yes. landed uh, uh, at yes. La Cienega and, and Santa Monica and said, which way do I go? Right. Um, you are looking and you will be treated to the greatest and most flamboyant, artistic, creative costumes and expression really on the planet. Remember, um, this city is rich with creative talent um, in many cultural genres, but also in costume design and design uh, in general. Mm -hmm. And you will see some of those artisanal designers create their own costumes that are just out of this world. Um, every year there seems to be theme or another. Um, I'm told that mm. um, Barbie is going to be um, high on uh, on people's visual agenda this year. I'm sure. Um, but if you just came to appreciate the the costumes alone, you'd have the time of your life. It's probably the greatest people watching experience on the planet at that particular night of the year. Mm -hmm. And it predates the Met Ball, and it predates Coachella, and it predates um, this merging and fusion of fashion with with music and, and entertainment. West Hollywood, the great LGBTQ plus community was there first. Mm. And guess what? They're still there and they are most entertaining. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be great for somebody who sees this the first time. Um, I've invited some, you know, friends and, 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 and business partners to it and they come to it and they go, what you know? Um, they, they just right. they just they just can't believe it, and they they can't believe it not because of anything that we would do. It's about those creators on the street, you know, those makers of their own costumes, and those collaborators of costumes where they become a scene. It's not about one character, but it's 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 about multiple characters, and what that looks like is is, is pretty great. It is a true cultural phenomenon, isn't it, Jeff? I mean. Uh, we'll go into our 13th year here, um, and it never ceases to absolutely amaze and impress me. The mass of entertaining and engaging, culturally exciting energy out there. And yeah. while we'll have featured performers and curators and visual elements, the real stars, in fact, the only stars are, you know, 
those in costume on the boulevard expressing themselves. And right. It is, it is, for me, you know, the greatest, largest gathering of, uh, of humanity uh, that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, yeah. And I think just that West Hollywood is such a creative mecca like for me, I love to just go and watch. Sure, you know that's that's my that's my jam is yeah. to just see, and it is uh, you know spectacular to see, like you said, just what individuals yeah are putting yeah. together. You know, Jeff, I, I don't think that's any surprise, right? I mean, if if you look at the history of the city, and even pre incorporation in 1984, this was the locale that the outliers, the seekers, the um, the creative fringe artist came to congregate, right. you know, that that's back at from Trocadero to what Lou Adler and, 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 and his peers created the with the Roxy yeah. and, and all of that. And there's a particular spirit to it that is entirely unique, not just to California, but globally, you know, mm. Jim Morrison records L.A. Woman down the street here. There's a reason for that. It's absolutely no surprise. And I think that that very spirit permeates today through experiences like Halloween Carnival, but of course uh, with, with uh, West Hollywood Pride and, yeah. and uh, Elton's uh, annual event, et cetera. And yeah, there's a reason for it. It's a special place. The uh, president and CEO of Visit California always talks about the embarrassment of riches that California as a state has sure. in terms of being a, a tourism a mecca. And I always say, you know, West Hollywood really has the embarrassment of riches when it comes to what California stands for, you know, freedom of the heart, you know, creativity, um, the experience that you have here. But anyway, we're getting our way from ourselves a little bit. I want to, I want to go back to the beginning because it sounds like you're not from here. My very strange accent um, <laughs> was, was born in, Dublin City, Ireland. Um, okay. Yeah, a little while ago. Yes. And and how? So, what was your pathway here? Um, I moved uh, to New York um, after college in Dublin, and um, spent thirteen years in New York. Um, of course, another great city. Loved it. Um, arguably, if, if if West Hollywood is the great small city of the world, New York is the great big city of the world. Mm. Um, and then. Moved here with my wife, uh, singer-songwriter Maraid, um, in 2005, and we've been uh, we've been domiciled here ever since. And and our first step into California was the Pacific Design Center in West Hollywood, mm. and we were instantly attracted to it. And West Hollywood was also uh, graceful to be the venue where I launched my company in 2008, um, when Authentic was born. Were you um, already doing the Halloween event in West Hollywood when that no, happened? No, you know, or? 2009 would have been our first year. Okay. And um, among the reasons why Carnival is so special to, to me personally and to the company is, um, as we launched in 2008, um, we were encouraged to put a proposal together um, to create um, the, what would then have been the next chapter of Halloween Carnival, where the city, in all of its great ambition, wanted to elevate the experience and um, add some more creative touch points, and we were we were very fortunate to be um, to be selected um, as the producing agency back in 2009. And of course, our offices were right there on Robertson. And, Perfect. Um, you know, there was very little need for our production offices since we had since we had uh, our facilities right there. So it was, uh, yeah, it, it's been many years of joy ever since. And um, 
I want to get back to this, but you were already uh, producing other events when you took over the Halloween. That's right. right? That's right. Um, uh, I've been producing entertainment properties like music festivals, cultural events, concert tours, um, uh, activations in and around um, U.S. Open tennis and uh, the Oscars, Grammys, um, Super Bowl for for a number of years. And so um, we we like to say uh, that we uh, create things that keep us schizophrenic enough to uh, to keep it interesting. Hmm. That's amazing. So those are no small events you just rattled off there. We, so. uh, yeah, we've we, we've been able to, to be a part of um, aspects of, of, of most uh, of, of those properties, and yeah, yeah, it's been it's been it's been certainly not unexciting. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty incredible. And I also read a long list. I said you could probably sit here and name drop for you know hours in terms of you know big names that you've uh, you know brought to the table and and produced and stuff like that. Any special, you know, kind of memories or, or things that kind of put you on the map or, th- you know, special experiences to you personally? Gosh, I mean, there's so many, so many, Jeff. Um, you know, as, as a younger producer, promoter in a, in a club in New York City back uh, in 1995, I, I had the pleasure of putting Bruce Springsteen back together with the E Street Band, wow. who had been apart for eight or nine years, to uh, do a very special music video, and then it turned into this spontaneous, extraordinary music moment where they played for five hours in, in our club. Wow. Um, Dave Matthews uh, playing The Great Lawn in Central Park, um, which, we, which we produced as a benefit for New York public schools under Mayor Bloomberg's uh, then tenure. Mm. That was pretty special. And then... Uh, you know, putting uh, putting the Fugees back together um, for our clients at Verizon at Hollywood and Vine um, back in two thousand and five um, was a pretty cool thing too. Where we uh, we ha- we uh, again shut down the streets and uh, and created something uh, pretty special. You know, so th- there's a bit, there's been so many, but um, yeah. you know, it, it, it's also been you know about collaboration and partners, and it's certainly not about me or any one individual. This is about you know building true partnership to create something special. So how did you, how did you get into the, this gig in the first place? Like was, you know, I'm always interested in people's paths to, to what they're doing. Yeah, a, a mix of craziness and, and, tenacious, <laughs> and tenacious spirit, I guess, Jeff. Yeah. I, I, growing up in Ireland, I, I, I was always um, inspired by and um, learned from so, some of the great, you know, legendary promoters um, over on that side of the world, but also here. And uh, music was my core passion, and so um, with 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 a very fortuitous introduction, I, I got to become general manager of a music club in New York um, during a really vibrant and vivacious and fertile period of of music, mm. and um, that started it. And from there, um, I became a, a team member with. Um, George Ween's Festival Productions organization, um, a sister company uh, of Festival Productions, they would have produced New Orleans Jazz Festival, Newport Folk, Newport Jazz, etc. The Playboy Jazz Festival here at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, and we produced a, uh, a number of things, including a music festival in and around the singer-songwriter tradition uh, featuring Van Morrison and uh, the, the late and beautiful Sinead O'Connor, mm. Tracy Chapman, Natalie Merchant, John Lee Hooker. And uh, it was a very big, successful uh, 
four-year program that toured New York, Boston, Chicago, San Francisco. And from there, this notion of brands sponsoring events seemed to be culminating into brands wanting to own experiences more. And so with really creative uh, clients like American Express and Verizon, for example, and Airbnb, we were able to do things that were truly creative, where, where they owned the experience inside and out as opposed to attaching their name. And that's where Authentic began to be able to live. And uh, we, we, we got very lucky in being, be, being able to produce some really, really fun and diverse things um, from, mm. from music and culture to film festival activations and, and onward to tech conferences and representing brands at those big tech conferences, be that, you know, CES or, or, or otherwise. Right. Um, and we just try to keep it interesting and, you know, again, ensure that we have enough diversity of, of, of creative uh, content so that we can, we thought, deliver, deliver our best, our, our, the best of ourselves. Right. That's a fascinating path. And obviously you're excellent at what you do and well-respected. So that's why. Still working at it, Jeff. Keeps, Still working at keeps it. Keeps coming back. So uh, you talk about uh, experiential, and I think that's why brands, you know, because it is about lifestyle, right? And that's why this year, 2023, everyone is so excited to get Halloween back in West Hollywood because yes. obviously the pandemic wreaked havoc on huge events and that one in particular, right? And people wanted it so bad so to get back to it. So let's go back to the first Halloween that you did. And what was Halloween in West Hollywood before you took a hold of it? And then what has kind of evolved since then? The, uh, um, you know, h historically it had been um, to, to, to a lesser or, or greater degree a partnership with what was then Clear Channel uh, Entertainment and, and uh, some local radio stations would come in and, and, and curate it. And that was great, except it wasn't necessarily an individual expression of the virtues and talents of West Hollywood. Mm. And so when we came in, we moved from a single stage experience to uh, a multi-stage experience, moving from one main stage to, to, to what became seven over the first few, few years there. And we, um, we attempted to curate it with um, music performances, DJ performances, um, performance art and dance um, so that um, it could really engage the audience as as a magnet as a magnetizing experience mm. but also to ensure and this is at the foundation of 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 fingers crossed the success of carnival is that it's it's got public safety at the forefront of this and when you build multiple stages like that you ensure that people are constantly moving and there isn't this sense of everybody being caught in one location oh, um, or another and, and as yeah. wide as santa monica boulevard is um from Doheny to La Cienega, and with all the activities in there, you want to make sure that that stuff is moving. But in moving, it becomes a moving entertainment um, carousel, if you will. We've had some amazing hosts, and we've honored some extraordinary icons from um, Queen Latifah to Boy George um, to uh, Rihanna, and Pink has, has featured in Carnival, wow. among many, many others. And... Um, you know, it's just been, yeah, it's been a great journey of evolution. And it comes, again, uh, with, with huge partnership from all the city agencies, without which it's impossible for it to occur. I mean, it is the biggest gathering yeah. of people on a given boulevard, in a given place on the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, upward to 500,000 people doesn't happen safely without all those great, you know, all those great uh, folks who make sure that the planning is right. And, yeah. uh 
and that public safety is, is, is first and foremost. It, it really is um, part of the DNA of West Hollywood to, sure. to be able to do that, which is, I think is why the city is so supportive of, of what happens because it does celebrate the creativity of what the city stands for. Yeah. So I think that helps. From the very beginning, was it always shut down from Doheny to La Cienega? Or has it grown over the years? You know, it's grown over the years. Um, and, and before this crazy Irishman's time, um, you know, Carnival developed just on a corner um, on the La Cienega end here. Um, and, you know, it's important to know that it wasn't authentic that e either created or is responsible for Halloween Carnival. It's the de denizens of the city um, who created it. And it's the denizens of the city who own it still, and and sh and 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 it's 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 absolute credit to them that it's their spirit that permeates um, through this through this extraordinary uh, cultural event. But it did start um, at a smaller level, very ad hoc and very organic, mm. and then over the years it began it began to expand, and um, you know things like media partnerships, you know, on and off uh, became uh, became a part of the experience. Um, uh, with the great Lou Adler, we uh, we were able to celebrate the 35th anniversary of the Rocky Horror Picture Show with a reenactment of the Time Warp, oh, and, we wow. set, and we set a Guinness uh, Book of Records uh, record that night. And he had members of the original cast that, that that were able to be delivered to this. That was pretty extraordinary. That's and cool. That probably couldn't have occurred in the first year, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but um, you know th that partnership with, with with Fox Studios or with MTV. For, for for their for for their MTV Awards uh, um, show where we featured some talent live on stage from West Hollywood. Mm. Um, Robin was one of those artists at the time. Those were great, um, I, I guess, uh, ways to expand the audience for and 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 the sort of cultural footprint of what we were doing. That's fascinating. What a what a cool list of experiences to have happened over the course of that time. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. So we talked about this a little bit, and I think I know what your answer is going to be. But you know, as representatives of the tourism board for West Hollywood, we always try to tap into what the vibe is in West Hollywood. So, what would you say, you know, has been kind of the unique aspect of West Hollywood that has allowed, you know, not only for you to be doing it for as many as long as you have to put on this event, but but also, you know, what is it here? What is it about here that makes it different? Here's the thing: it's about individual expression and being in a place that permits that expression. I mentioned earlier that it was no surprise that certain cultural moments happen in West Hollywood. You know, I reiterate that when I say what the city is able to provide for the people of the city here, more than most cities on the planet, mm. is this sense of I can express myself and I can do it without any sense of critique or judgment, and I can do it in a community of truly diverse fellow citizens, and do it in a way that that you know is entertaining and fun, and I can come back and do it again. And I think that's the biggest part of it. Um, we are not the only Halloween event on the planet. There are many, many great ones, mm -hmm. um, but this is unique in that every block that you pass down Santa Monica Boulevard, Jeff, is like a mini theater. It's a mini performance by the folks who have put the effort in to express themselves. And I think that's the unique DNA of, of, of Carnival. 
Yeah. Um, and I don't believe sincerely that any other city can provide the platform and the portal for that kind of expression to, to, to occur because of the merits and the values of the city of West Hollywood. Mm, that's really insightful and I think accurate. I, I would completely agree. Um, the pandemic we talked about a little bit, you know, this is the first year back in three years, I think, right? Or this is, it was, it was. It's actually the first one back since 2019. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, there was, um, there was a obvious, an obvious hiatus and, um, um, the, the city had been very keen, um, to do what they could to stimulate economic activity with, with, with the many small businesses, um, in the last couple of years, but there wasn't a full blown carnival, um, and, and, and truthfully, we're coming back to this with a phased approach where 2023 will be meaningful in terms of scale. Um, 2024 hopefully will be, will, will be even larger still. But there's a beautiful focus um, that exists for 2023 that, that was also the case in, in, in the celebration of Halloween for, for the last couple of years, which is let's do something that is really great for the local restaurants and the mm -hmm. cafes mm -hmm. and retail and, of course, the bars that... Uh, uh, you know, get to have a, a big night and uh, also in their way contribute meaningfully to to the whole experience. You know, you, you know, you'll have you'll have bars coming out and doing their own individual activations or restaurants, and then you'll have activity after we have an official close of the event at 11 p.m. There'll still be activity along the boulevard, and it's uh, yeah, it's a real festival celebration. Right. You answered this a little bit, but how, what can people expect to be different? this year than they might have expected before? Like how is, what, what is this year's experience going to be like? We're, we're back to, to, to a large stage on, on, on San Vicente and, and Santa Monica. Uh, we'll have some uh, great BIPOC and, and diverse DJ artists performing there. We'll have some, as I said, local businesses doing, doing their thing and um, some art curation, um, Instagrammable uh, locations um, oh. that, uh, that we're working with some local artists on. And this, this latter aspect, Jeff, is, is an area that I'm very keen to develop um, over, over, over the next phase of Carnival. Because um, as much as the stages are important, it's, it's really about the, the sort of immersive, uh, oral and visual experience that, that matters, you know, um, right. born out of and with the community. Yeah. Um, so th those aspects are, are things that I'm keen to develop a little bit more as, as we go on here. And, um, you know, the, the city has been tremendously supportive in... Uh, yeah. In, in helping that. Yeah, I know everybody's excited to get it back. In terms of scale, street closures again from like Los, it's, it happens on Santa Monica Boulevard and on San Vicente Boulevard, right? That's correct. From San Vicente to La Cienega um, will be a full uh, closure. There are some other activities further west of, of, of San Vicente that aren't part of the official um, uh, carnival, but, the, but that are there too and available uh, for, for the community to enjoy. Um, and yeah, it, it's a wonderful thing. You know, we, 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 we take the, we take the site at midnight on, on, on the 31st. Okay. This is what I was going to ask yeah. you about, you know, yeah, in terms of getting it um, together. It's, it, it, it's a, uh, it's certainly a, uh, a crazy SWAT team that gets this done. Um, we start at midnight, we begin to build our production and, and plant and machinery and, and, uh, main stage through that, you know, overnight hours. Um, then there's an official close of uh, Santa Monica Boulevard uh, at, a, at noon and we continue to build. And we are show ready by six o'clock and you start to see 
folks start to inhabit the boulevard mm-hmm. four or five o'clock and it just builds and it builds and it builds. And then by peak time, you have this extraordinary mass of humanity, um, you know, having fun. And um, I should say, uh, with fingers crossed again, having fun in an extremely safe way, in a yeah. mutually respectful way. It's really, uh, it, it's so unique in that fashion. So they don't close the streets until noon on Halloween day? They don't close Santa Monica Boulevard till noon. Wow. We do we do close some, some um, San Vicente from Santa Monica to Melrose the night before. But, you know, if you are familiar with the time-lapse video, it's like doing that in real time on Halloween Carnival <laughs> for West Hollywood because everybody is scurrying, but they're scurrying with a purpose. Everybody knows exactly what their mission is. They know what their focus needs to be. And the amazing team that that uh, that I'm a part of gets it done and it's yeah. uh, it's amazing that we get it done it's it's even more amazing that we're able to return the streets um by 7 a.m. the following morning and if you showed up um on the 30th of October and happened to go somewhere else and came back on November 1st at 8 a.m. you wouldn't know anything had happened so amazing. But if you were there, yeah. you'd know a whole lot has happened. Yeah. Except for you're exhausted by that point. And <laughs> uh, you know, there's always time for sleep. So is it just, I'm curious about team, like it's a team of hundreds, I'm assuming, that needs to put something like this on. Yeah, um, you know, about 240 people uh-huh. um, and, you know, staging, fencing, bathrooms, um, medical tent infrastructure, which of course is is incredibly important. And mm-hmm. there's a wonderful team that that manages that. Um, and you have a, if you will, a, a, a private public partnership in a microcosm around, uh, Halloween carnival, because you have all of the sheriff's deputies, fire, um, community safety, the city's, um, janitorial and, and cleanup teams, mm-hmm. barricade vendors to ensure that, um, when we make this an open access site, which we do, and remember, it's delivered free by the city. Right. It's not a hard ticket. Right. It's a complete free entertainment. Incredible. Um, and that's that, that's that's an extraordinary thing that the city um, gifts um, because something of this scale typically uh, would have a very meaningful ticket price against it. Absolutely. But because it's open, um, again, and because there's multiple access points, um, barricading is important so that we know that vehicular traffic um, doesn't become a part of this in an inadvertent and, uh, and, and not respectful way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you brought up a, that it's free and how much infrastructure there is for, um, well-being health yeah. and, and safety, because that is so important obviously yeah. to the city. And it's what I think makes the event successful as well as all of the craziness and all the fun that happens yeah. there. It's that, you know, it's going to be good and, and okay. And for, and for West Hollywood travel and tourism, you know, of course, it's a local community event, but the broad community that gets attracted to coming into West Hollywood, spending a night yeah. or spending two nights, um, eating in the great restaurants that, that, that are available here for folks, partying into the evening in the great bar locations, um, and a diverse and, and, and deep audience that comes from not just, not just West Hollywood, not just the Southland, not just uh, California, but, um, you know, around the nation. Yeah. Let's, um, so we've talked a lot about 
Halloween. I want to just, I want to talk about you personally, like you're uh, in, in West Hollywood. You've talked a lot about what you believe the spirit of the place is. Let's just talk about like, if someone was coming here from somewhere else, what are places that you would recommend that they go? Like what, what are some of your favorites in West Hollywood? Do you have either a favorite hotel or a restaurant or bar or place here? I, I, I do. I do. And I, you know, I, um, I, I, I've, I've probably spent time in, in, in most all of them. Um, I'm, uh, you know, for a time, uh, Chaconis was my, mm. uh, was my commissary, um, just down the road, um, uh, yeah. on Robertson. The PDC, um, yeah. um, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Alasai Sushi, uh, just a little sushi place here, um, right by Palm, uh, Car Wash. I've always loved, loved what they do. Nice. Um, Zinc Coffee Shop is always a, a great place and, uh, um, good, good to take a breakfast in. Earth Cafe was the first place I had a coffee in, in West Hollywood when we were coming here with American Express to do a, um, a, a great photo exhibit with Annie Leibowitz mm. um, called Rewarding Lives. And we, we spent a number of days loading that in um, with, uh, w- with the then um, head of experiences for um, the center and now the wonderful um, president of the chamber, Genevieve Morel, mm-hmm. um, and, and she and I would go and have coffee at Earth and, and, and formerly Le Pan and, and various other places. So Melrose, you know, holds a very special place in my heart because that was my first landing pad, right? And right. um, I, I remember having a coffee at, uh, at Earth with, uh, with Magic Johnson and going, this is not a bad way to, uh, <laughs> to, 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 to be welcomed into the city here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, everybody has those stories. Yeah, hey, I was able to sit across from John Legend at dinner last right, night. Right, right, right. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's what makes it cool. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate this uh, discussion, and uh, you know, obviously, you're really valued by the city, and this event is, is amazing, and I think a cornerstone of you know what people expect from West Hollywood. So what you're doing, you know, matters obviously to us as the tourism bureau, but I think it also. Um, is important for just people to be able to get out and express themselves and have some fun at Halloween. Well, that's great. Thank you, Jeff, for having me. And um, it's a pleasure to do this. And uh, thank you for your support. Of course. And for everything that we're doing here. 